If your dreams do not scare you, they are too small. The way I look at it, if your goals don't scare you a little, they're probably too small. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. This is a place where uh, dreamers, goal setters, crazy chicken ladies, crazy chicken guys, homesteaders, rich, poor, up north, down south, out east, out west, doesn't matter where you are, even in a different country, boy, I got a hell of a bunch of listeners from Saudi Arabia, let me tell you. God bless you guys, by the way. Thank you for being in Saudi Arabia and listening to a dude from Minnesota that uh, does not rehearse, I guess. Maybe you like that, though. Anyway, talking about the dreams and doing dreams and having dreams and sharing dreams and all these things and goals, of course... First thing I'm going to tell you about dreaming and goals is, yeah, they should scare you. And uh, another thing I will tell you about that is you do not have to share them with people. Because it's people that you love that are trying to protect you and using their mind and their experience that crush dreams. And they're not doing it intentionally all the time. Which is why I... When I speak to my daughter, when I speak to my wife, when I speak to other people that share their dreams and goals with me, I really try to look at it from that 30,000 foot view and try not to react right away. And I try not to give opinion right away. I just try to soak it in and listen. Because let me tell you, there's a lot of stupid shit that people do that makes the big time. For instance, okay, you all know I'm a beer man, right? I deliver beers and such. Well, anyway, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, if you would have told me, okay, in a couple years, they're going to come out with this, this beer. It's a seltzer water, okay? Sparkling water that's going to be flavored and it's going to have alcohol in it and it's going to be the biggest freaking thing to the beer industry that's happened in the longest time ever. I would have told you to shut the hell up and get out of my face and I would absolutely not invest my money in that idea whatsoever. That's what I would have told you. Right now, we take these beer trucks out And in, like, college towns and stuff like that, over half of the product that we are bringing in is sparkling water-flavored beverages. So somebody's stupid frickin' goal and stupid frickin' idea, and you may have, you may be full of them, don't talk yourself out of these ideas, but sit and stew in it a little bit and think about the sparkling water And how many millions and millions of people right now are creating shortages because they like these sparkling waters with alcohol in them. And let me tell you, that was somebody's stupid idea. 
and they knocked her out of the park. I mean, can you imagine? Like, you know, for instance, one of the biggest sparkling water sellers is is a, is a Boston Brewing Company, which is uh, the people that have Sam Adams. But the the people that have Sam Adams, you know, Jim Cook, you know, this is a publicly traded company. Can you imagine if you would have taken all the money you had in the early 2000s and invested it into Sam Adams? And right now their stock is going for about 400 bucks a share. And he's got Twisted Tea, Truly, Sam Adams. I mean, these are some pretty heavy hitters out there really heavy hitters out there and then they just bought out and have a collaboration with dogfish head which is a very popular brand let me tell you if i could go back and invest my money into something that's the one (laughs) anyway today i wanted to talk to you folks about your dreams and goals and i also wanted to talk to you about having a country place So you want a place in the country. Well, you know, uh, you might want to get ready to watch a little less TV. Drive a little bit further to your grocery place or place of work or whatever. No big deal. It's well worth it. I mean, let me tell you, uh, the peace is well worth it. Um, A few things you're going to need to know is, uh, number one... Most of the time, you are your own infrastructure for the property. So, like, the city, when you're in town, supplies you with water, okay? It doesn't mean that the pipes underground you don't own and the water in your house, you know, you still got to plumb your house. You still got to make sure that from the curb to your house, you know, the pipes underground are working. Uh, Also... Uh, you you need your own sewer system, which is usually in the country we use what's called a septic system, because uh, otherwise in the city you have a sanitary sewer. Uh, also in the country you need to divert your own storm water, because usually in a city environment they design the lots so that the storm water runs into the street, which runs into a catch basin, which runs into their pond system and into the creeks and rivers. Well, if you're in the country, you need to build your house on high ground and keep your driveway, you know, your culverts and pipes and all that good. Uh, That also is going to be an issue you have. Uh, Sometimes the city has power. Usually in the country, uh, you would either be uh, connected to a grid power system, which Ours is a co-op, an electric co-op, which is a great co-op. A few of my neighbors and friends work at this electric co-op, and uh, they're great people, very on top of things, very good guys, um, and they help you out. uh, So you can belong, that's how you get your power in the country, sometimes in the city, You get your power from either a corporate entity or the city itself, in some cases. Um, They're also good good folks. Unless you're off-grid, then you are your own power company uh, with your solar panels, generators, wind generators, water generators, 
whatever you use for that. Uh, solar panels being the main cream source of that. And, and you know, if you're like total Amish, you're just not even using like the electrical part of it. You have fuel oil and candles and all that and a wood stove, you know, I mean, you're just doing stuff like that. So your place in the country, uh, most of you will be hooked to power, uh, especially if you're using a cell phone and listening to this podcast. That's probably what you're doing, um, and, which is easy. That's the part you don't have to worry about. But uh, when you have a well or a septic, okay, your septic a lot of times is where your laundry, your sink, your stools, uh, all that stuff, all that runs into it and you have tank, you usually have a holding tank and then a secondary tank and then a system to get rid of the bacteria and the uh, leftover water out of the system, which normally will be either a drain field of sorts, okay? So like in Minnesota where we live, it is a mound system. The mound system is a basically a glorified sand filter, okay? So a series of pipes runs into this pile of sand, and underneath that pile of sand, there is large rock. Large rock is there because there's air gaps in it, and in those air gaps, what happens is it kind of heats up down there, and there is bacteria, healthy bacteria, that grows there and filters all of the water and the bacteria growth is there before it soaks into the ground, which it's making sure that everything that has run through all that is running into the ground as as clean a product as possible from all the water you use in your house and the laundry, your, your septic, you know, your everything, everything, everything. A lot of gray water running down there. You know, it's everybody thinks septic, they think shit. It's not all shit water, it's mostly laundry, tub, shower, you know, gray water, which is what that's called. Not black water, which is your, you know, like in a camper, which is your, your, your pee and your poop, okay? So, you've got all that. Uh, I will, however, mention if you are in the country, you're going to want to keep bank for certain maintenance items. Anything happens to your well, you pay for it. Unless you share a well with somebody, then you share the cost of it. So you're gonna wanna keep bank for that, you know, bills fixing the well. You're also gonna wanna keep bank for bills fixing the septic and septic maintenance. One of the largest things you can do for septic maintenance, okay, is to pump that baby your holding tank, actually they pump everything. Get a pump truck there and pump everything every two years, okay? A lot of times you can even get on somebody's schedule or contract to do this. Sorry, I had to have a drink of coffee there. Anyway, if you do this, that's a really good thing and it's totally awesome. Um, there's other things that, that will filter into your life out of this is, uh, you know, in the mail, you know, you got to have your own mailbox, which normally you do in town, but they don't deliver it to your door in the country unless you have packages. 
what they normally do is they put it in a mailbox way out by the road so if you have like a mile long driveway that's how far you got to go to get the mail which is a good thing uh, generally people that live in the country in general are much healthier because you have to walk more you have to go more places you have to do more to do a lot of the things that you need to do and a lot of us have farm animals and gardens and stuff like that because we have you know country places in general have more acreage so you own more, own more property uh, the good thing about living in the country is you are under the jurisdiction of the county mainly not the city so, you know, if you're under the county, you can have chickens. You know, there's not a city ordinance that's telling you you cannot have chickens, which is a huge benefit of living in the country. Another huge benefit of living in the country is you, you're, you're distant from other people more often. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I have pissed in my front yard, okay? I do it all the time. I piss in the yard more than the dog does. Seriously. But uh, the, except for yesterday, you know, I mean, once in a while I'll go around the garage when I get home and I got to pee, okay? I just, it's, you, you got to go, you got to go. Why fly into the house, take your shoes off, go through a hallway in a tunnel and find somebody in the bathroom when you can just get home, get out of the car, go around the back of the garage and pee. Well, anyway, the crop fields aren't in right now. I went around the back of the garage and I peed and in the middle of peeing I look over and on the road about a half mile away somebody's walking and I thought well and they were walking toward our place a half mile away mind you and I thought well if they saw me or are looking at me right now they know I'm peeing but they can't see anything particular from a half mile away I mean don't get me wrong I like to think it's huge, folks, but uh, let's be realistic. You can't see that thing from a half mile away. <laughs> so anyway, you're, you know, I mean, when you're living in the country, the privacy aspect of it and pissing off the front porch is always kind of a nice thing. You know, and I live on a gravel road, which, you know, is less than maintained, you know. I mean, when we get a snowstorm, you know, if you live in town, usually, by the time the snow is done dropping, your road is plowed if you live in Minnesota, you know, and you're in a town, if you're in a good town. Uh, but us, you know, I mean, living out where we do, we're one of the last roads that gets plowed, let's face it. You know, because the county boys are busy doing the main roads and all that, and they got a lot to do. So we're kind of last in line, you know, so take with that what you will too i mean sometimes you 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 get that and another thing is if your power goes out in the country it takes the power co-op a little bit longer to get there and then put it back on however our power co-op is some of the best people that i can think of and they're really fast at it so take with that what you will um your water source like us our water source is a well of course we have buddies in Oregon who have to use a mountain stream and then they pipe it to their place. They just go upstream and it's all gravity from there and they pipe it to their house. Uh, also, I saw in Oregon, you would never do this in Minnesota, I don't think, but they do do this in Oregon unless you have some kind of filter system 
which most places in Oregon do, um, you would uh, pipe into a lake if you live onto that. Um, do with that what you will. I don't think I want to get my water out of a lake. I'd rather drill a well myself, but whatever. Anyway, those are just a few things about living in a country place. I really appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, if you want to connect, uh, please do uh, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Otherwise, look me up on Instagram. I've looked a lot of people. I have hooked up with a ton of people on Instagram. It's the easiest way to do it, I'm sure. Um, I can't believe all of you. You're totally awesome. Uh, There's one chicken person yesterday had a chicken sitting on their bow. And I am this crazy, crazy archery person. But anyway, there was a person on Instagram that had a, one of their chickens uh, sitting on their bow. Uh, that was really cool, and I think that's totally awesome. Anyway, totally awesome. Hope you guys are having a good good week. I mean, uh, it's been cloudy around here and kind of wet and damp. But uh, we're, we're powering through it. We're powering through it. Anyway, hope all is well for you. God bless you today. Uh, Anyway, have a good one.